Get ready to rev up your driving experience at Toys and Ford, your ultimate destination for top-notch vehicles and exceptional service. Whether you're in the market for a sleek new car, a rugged truck, or a versatile SUV, Toys and Ford has the ride that suits your style and needs. Toys and Ford's commitment to quality and customer satisfaction is unmatched. Experience the thrill of driving a Ford, backed by their dedicated team's expertise. Don't miss out on the best in automotive excellence. Visit Toys and Ford today or explore their inventory at toysandford.com. Hey there, smart shoppers. Get ready to experience the ultimate grocery adventure at Hy-Vee in Eau Claire. From fresh produce to gourmet delights, Hy-Vee is your go-to destination for quality and variety. Explore their aisles brimming with everything you need. Whether it's a family feast or a quick snack, they've got you covered. Every aisle is an adventure in good taste. And if you need a cold beverage afterwards, stop by the bar at Wahlburgers to quench that thirst. Shop smart, shop happy, shop Hy-Vee. Elevate your shopping game at Hy-Vee in Eau Claire today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by our good friends, Hy-Vee and Toyson Ford. Dan Casper here with you. We're actually uh, recording this podcast from Blue Marble Pub in Chippewa Falls because it is the start of Oktoberfest, so they asked if we would do a uh, well a live recording of the, the podcast from Blue Marble Pub because they're doing some breakfast and getting ready for the kickoff of Oktoberfest, and... Well, if we're going to be in Chippewa Falls, then that means we got to have Mr. Chippewa Falls himself, Brandon Berg, joining us too. I can't see my house from here, but it's pretty close. Is it really close? I don't know. I honestly don't know where you it's, live. So, I, I, relatively close. I'll just okay. say that. So. Yeah, you don't want to give everybody. The I, I know. I don't want to be giving away secret coordinates. But <laughs> we're actually so. If you've never been at, or if you have been at Blue Marble Pub, you walk in, you look up, you can kind of see like there's a big hole in the ceiling, purposely. And it's like uh, we're at the top. We're like on the second floor, so we're looking, overlooking everybody. So we've got like a bird's eye view. We of got everything. a great view of Murph right now. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, walking up the steps to get up here, I was kind of open. It was haunted. There's a lot of space back here, there though. There is. There is. This is a. This is a. So many. So much room for some activities. It is. Yeah, bunk beds. Yep. I mean, there's like the back behind us. We could set up a basketball hoop and play a little hoops or something like that. There's a lot of space. Yeah, three back on three turning so. going on back there. Yeah, a little Although, shuff, maybe some shuffleboard. They do a good job of kind of putting it uh, a little scary because of that ghost girl figure in the window. Yeah, basically she looks like the girl from the ring. Yes, thank you. That's yep. That's exactly Which, it. Which so. while Dan was setting up, I was actually in the window, like staring out to see if anyone would walk by, and then I would like you know try to make it look like I was a. a, a a fake person of some kind of that move or something, try to scare them, but nobody looked up. You know, that gives me an idea, Brandon, before we get into this episode. I think for Halloween, you and I have to go to a haunted house and do a recording of this. Ooh. And see if we, like, experience anything. Would you be up for that? I think I would. Yeah? I think I would. I know somebody I could get a hold of. That could do this for us and set it up potentially. I think we I would. Just, we just let the cameras roll and the mics roll. And you never know. We might catch a ghost. We might not. But I, I, if are you're you, in for it. Are you saying you ain't afraid of no ghost? I think I've always been intrigued ever since I watched my first episode of Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. 
and got creeped out by the theme song. Oh, I, it's I I think it's one of those, and I guess part of it too is why I'm bringing you into this. I want to see one, but I don't want to be by myself. <laughs> So I was gonna say I don't know if I'm necessarily gonna be like the the funnest person to be with in a haunted house because I I don't believe and I, I'll leave this out there but I don't believe that I'm gonna be like super like scared and expressive yeah like some people might be well that's even better then because then you could comfort me <laughs> right I mean no yeah. are we gonna have to dress up as Ghostbusters no will that, will that will that irritate the ghosts. You don't want to, you know, just from all the shows I've watched, Brandon. You don't want to make a mess. There's, there's some, yeah. You don't want to, no. uh, you know, kind of call them out or irritate them or no, them up no. I don't want to think I'm going to try to like, you know, so, zap them and put them into a proton pack. No, no. You know, we want to respect. Yeah. Sort of we thing, just want to so. see them in their natural habitat. Maybe yeah. have a brief conversation if they're up for it. Yep. Yeah, we'll have a mic. We'll have an extra mic rolling, right? EVP, electronic voice phenomena. That's what it's called in the uh, ghost. Hunting world. So, all right, I'm gonna work on it. If you okay. are okay, I'm. I think I'm game. Can, all right, we're gonna do that. So, uh, on this episode, though, we're gonna have a little funnier. So, if you've listened before, one thing, and Brandon's always on every Fridays with us anyway. So, uh, but we're gonna have some more contributors that way. I'm not talking by myself all the time. Um, but uh, one of my favorite guys to talk to in the world right here is Brandon. Uh, I think we got a good rapport, if you will. So we always have random topics we come up with that's why we always have fun with the top five sort of thing and uh well in this one since we are pretty much at well we are like getting ready for oktoberfest brandon had a great idea and this was just after the after the uh, radio show got done yeah. this morning our top five bratwurst flavors this was a fantastic idea i was thinking about this on the drive over but like yeah i i'm trying yeah i've got yeah all right, so you, you, you think you got her? Pretty close, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So uh, the other topic that we're going to kind of throw into here, too, was if you were listening to the to the radio show, we were uh, having some fun with the stat about Justin Jefferson having more career receiving yards than anybody in Bears history. And I think when you, you know, over the years, at least during our lifetime, wide receiver in Chicago always kind of had that stigma as like they can never find a wide receiver. You know, they've tried to bring in guys that just never worked or they didn't stay around long. So what we're going to do here is Brandon is going to speak for his Vikings. I'll speak for the, for the Packers here. But what has been perceived as the weakest position for a long time, not just for the last couple of years, but kind of like the stigma that's around them for the Vikings and then for, for, for the Packers too. So do you want to lead off with that, or do we get into the bra thing right away? We what? can lead off with that. We can with save that? the best for last. Okay. All right. Make everyone a little bit hungry while they're waiting. Exactly. So because they're cooking breakfast here, and I'm already hungry. So Yeah, we, we made the walk up here, like, go, you know, briefly going through and going by and seeing all and smelling all the food. Um, I am suddenly hungry. Yes. Yep. So we need to hurry up and get this done so we can eat. Yes. Um, let's go. I will. I'll start. You mind if I go first? Yeah. So. I was thinking about this too on the on the drive over. I don't think quarterback is it. I don't. I don't. Fair. Yeah, I don't think it's that one. Um, I, you know, one I think is it, nobody's going to think of this, but I think if you think about it in terms of like career, you look at running backs in, in Packers history. They haven't had a lot. You know, stay around for a long time. Paul Horning, Jim Taylor, Tony Canadeo, or Hall of Famers Aaron Jones. I'm not picking that, 
But if you think about it, you know, they haven't had that long-term run. Adrian Peterson for the Vikings, you know, for example, that sort of stuff. So I've got two. Tight end, because I think whenever we do these, like, best Packers teams of all time, and it's not a, not a knock on him, but it's like Paul Kaufman, and then there's a debate after that. And Paul Kaufman's not a pro football Hall of Famer, you know. So I, I, I look at tight end, and I would say this one, especially in the last few years, and they've had one of the best way back then, but inside linebacker is another one because it always seems to be brought up in a draft or free agency. Inside linebacker, inside linebacker. Well, they finally got Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker, but for the longest time it was inside linebacker too. So I think I would have to go tight end and inside linebacker as as that notion that they could never like find a long-term solution at that spot. And it's not to say they were awful for, for all long time, but those were the two that, when I was thinking about it, kind of stood up. Okay, there, for me and the Vikings, there's three. And it's it's a matter, I guess, of how you want to look at it. Because obviously, you can make the case quarterback. I mean, right now, you could probably consider Kirk Cousins to be the Vikings franchise quarterback, even if this is his last year. Like all time? No, no, no. But okay. I, I wouldn't. Um, but I'm saying, because like, I, I think... that's Fran, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Fran Tarkenton. Um, but like prior to that, like they haven't really had that longer tenured guy. Like... The closest I would say was Dante Culpepper, but even that prime was pretty short. It yeah. was 2000 to 2005. Yep. So you, you can't really say that. Otherwise, there's been a lot of turnover. You know, there's been you know, draft picks that haven't worked. There's been veterans that have been kind of short-term. So I think that's one you could go on. One that maybe I'm a bit of a prisoner of the moment, but over the last few years, I would throw guard in there. Yeah. Because if you go a little bit further back, I mean, Steve Hutchinson played for the Vikings, signed from the Seahawks in the later part of the 2000s. You have a Hall of Famer in Randall McDaniel. You go a little further back, you've got some good linemen. But guard, I would say since, I would honestly say since probably that 09 team that, you know, by far they made the NFC title game and lost, has been a weakness. You know, even then you got Steve, you know, by the early 2010, Steve Hutchinson is kind of on the, you know, closer to the end of his career than the beginning. Yep. And that's just something they've never really been able to solve. But the one that I, I so, but the one that like stands out to me just because of the history of the position of the Vikings kicker. Ah, okay. When you consider the, uh, you know, some of the horror stories that position has had. It's, which is interesting because, because I mean they've had some long tenured ones. If, and and you know, and obviously people remember Gary Anderson's missed field goal in the ninety in yeah. the you know NFC Championship game, and you remember Blair Walsh's. You know, yeah. you had Ryan left. Longwell for a long yeah, time there. Yeah, but and but those guys also had good careers, right? And now you know now they have Greg Joseph, and they, it's been kind of a veteran roulette since uh, Blair Walsh left, but. So those are the three I think of for different reasons. Like, I think of those three, you know, guard has had some good players, but it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Quarterback, I think, has had some, but never the guy. And kicker is, it can, I mean, it can be a bit of a fleeting position anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly Green Bay has been pretty fortunate, you know, coming off the Mason Crosby area. And, and even before that, you know, Ryan Longwell, before he went to Minnesota, was obviously successful there too. Right. But kicker's one that I think people think of because of, you know, 
obviously some of the uh, horror stories Minnesota's had with kickers over the years. So those are the three that kind of stuck out to me because otherwise, like, at some other spots, they've had good luck with, like, high-end players, running back. Yep, wide receiver. Wide receiver. I want to throw a position because I just I don't know off the top of my tackle. Um, You can make a good, like, I think of Ron Yeri. Yep. Hall of Famer, Gary Zimmerman. Yep. Um, you know, for me, the kind of the, the the prime example of like a top tier offensive line for the Vikings was the later '90s. Mm-hmm. Todd Stucey and uh, Corey Stringer, obviously before he passed away in 2001, yep. were good. Like I think they've always had a lot of good at that spot. You know, they're, at left tackle for a while, it was a bit of a revolving door. I would say after Bryant McKinney, until now with Christian Derisaw. You know, they had. You know, they drafted uh, Matt Khalil. That didn't really work out. They've they've had some other ones that just didn't work. So the you know that's been a hole until more recently. But I also think there's more history there, and I think they feel pretty good with what they have now. Right. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I because I'm curious. I was trying to think of some other ones, and I was going down. You know, the line. You know, I mean, you, you got Hall of Famers at a lot of other positions too. You know, and it's just I think those for for me for Green Bay was tight end mostly because they haven't had a long-term fixture there and then inside linebacker Ray Nitschke and then who you know, when, when you think about it I think a lot of people go to the mid-90s Wayne George Coons, Wayne Simmons yes Wayne Simmons too so but uh interesting uh if anybody else out there you know when if you're listening to this yeah. and you think you missed we missed one just let us know you know yell at us and yes and say that uh you boneheads you missed one over here so all right, we got that out of the way, but nothing is as bad as that Bears wide receiver stat, I don't think. Well, so now, you, okay, really quick, is that also though related to because they can't find a quarterback? That doesn't help. Yeah. That doesn't help. I think. I, I I think you're right. That doesn't help because you know that makes a difference. That makes yeah. a difference. Right. Yeah. It's just because I mean, you think of Randy Moss in Minnesota. He had Dante Culpepper when those guys were at their peaks Beak, a little bit. Yeah. Chris Carter, had the, had the resurgence, ran the car. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, because like in the nineties, the Vikings from Warren Moon on, like they had veteran guys that like could play. Mm-hmm. It's not like they were throwing, you know, right, you know, people out there that just didn't know what they were doing. Right. Yep. And you're right, quarter. I mean, obviously, the NFL is a quarterback-centered league. Quarterback's the most important position in pro sports. Right. Yep. Uh, and even I mean Jefferson for I know he's got some naysayers, but. Jefferson, Kirk Cousins is a, a solid he's quarterback, good. I think. He's good. Yeah. A lot of teams would take Kirk Cousins. Would the Jets take Kirk Cousins right now? Absolutely. That's why I was – you know, there was some stuff on Twitter like, oh, the, you know, the Jets should acquire Kirk Cousins and all that. And I'm like, okay, you know, how, people I don't think really think this out sometimes. It sounds – no, but yeah. and that's the thing. It sounds like – it's in theory it sounds like a good idea, especially if, say, the Vikings get off to like a one and four start mm-hmm. or – it's you know one and five or whatever, because this is last and year. And the he Jets ha- are still in contention. And they're yeah. still contention. Yeah. Now you have uh, he has a no trade clause, but if it's going awry, he's in the last year of his deal. Would he waive that to go to New to New York to the Jets? He would also have to realize he's probably going to be somewhere else next year if Aaron does truly come right. back. Right, yeah. right. So you know we don't know, but there's a lot of things in play. Right. That would need to work. I still say they should have made a call to Blake Bortles since Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator, and that's when the Jaguars went to the AFC Championship game when Blake Bortles and Nathaniel Hackett were together. Just saying. Nobody's saying it, but, you know, if you're going to talk about Andrew Luck, you better be putting Blake Bortles' name in there too. My personal choice is Vinny Testaverde. I think he's got a little gas in the tank yet. 
I, you know, some of these names that are coming out, it's just, but it happens every year, oh, right? Yeah. It, it happens. It every happens year. with somebody. It's just that the Jets are first. Yep, yep exactly. So, uh, all right, should we uh, get into the uh, sausage talk? I think so. That sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Oktoberfest, as you maybe you can hear, the, hopefully you can hear some music in the background to complete know, the ambiance. You know, I, I don't know about you, I keep thinking of the movie Beer Fest now. Yes, yes. That's, that's what I think of, so... Uh, all right, this was Brandon's idea, and I thought it was fantastic because I'll be honest, I was trying to think of like a, a theme to go with yeah. this too, and I didn't want to do like beers or anything like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. But this one was good. This, this one, one was really good. Very Wisconsin and yep. very, very Oktoberfest. Yes. So top five brat flavors, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, you go to a meat shop like our good oh, yeah. friends at Mike's, and there's a lot of oh, them. Oh yeah, you can you can go. Yep. Uh, so. We'll work from five to one, unless you have an honorable mention because it is I top don't, five. Plus. I don't. I, I don't because we just didn't, we didn't have enough time to think of this. Right. Yep. I, I agree. So, um, let's go number five. I'll lead it off with you though. Honestly, I'm just gonna go with a regular. Plain you know, like, original. A, like a plain original. Now, when you say original, is that considered a beer brat? No. Okay. Because you're giving me a look. That's why I wanted to clarify yep, that. No. Okay. No. All right. But no, like. You know, there's there's certain things, especially when it comes to food, that you just can't beat the you can't beat the classic, you can't beat the original, the yep. OG. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was funny because we're talking about right, yeah. <laughs> so I know that would yeah. simply put that would be my number five would just be the the original. Now I've found out over the years too, not to get too sidetracked, but it's like a debate: do you boil in beer before or after? Ooh, some people do it after. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some because I think the the argument is is like well if you boil it beforehand then you kind of lose it after grilling, but after you grill it then you boil it it kind of brings it in. And, okay. Sort of thing. So, okay. That's never yeah. thought, I never thought of that because normally I yeah. was of the boil first. Yep. But I understand that rationale, so I might have to try that. Yeah. So, all right. So you went with the OG with the original. I am going a little bit of a different route here. Venison brat is number five for me. Ooh. A good venison brat, Ooh. right there. Now I know you can add different flavors to a venison brat, but I'm going straight up, kind of like you with the original, just an OG original venison brat on there. So that's my number five. I've had a bunch of them. Some have been really good. Some have been meh. A lot of I, one thing I find with the venison brat too is, yeah, it's a little bit maybe um, tougher if that makes sense. Some places wind it up too much in the casing. Don't do that. I hate a windly tut, windly t- uh, tightened brat. But venison brat's number five. Did I surprise you with that pick? No, but okay. I like it. Yeah, I kind of wish I would have thought of it, yeah. but that's All okay. Right. Number four. I'm like, I'm gonna keep this open ended, but just anyone, like anything with like cheese in it, with some sort of cheese. You know, it can be cheddar. It can be. Can I piggyback off that? Because that was my number four too. Okay, All like right, a well, cheddarwurst. Yeah, like a cheddarwurst. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a that's a very good way to put it. Like, yeah. you know, because that's obviously that's not something you're gonna put on a brat. Right. So you know, if, when you bite into it and you just you know, maybe it's maybe the cheese is a little bit too hot, but that's not a bad thing. Right. Because that's you, there's different variations of it too. You know, you can get like the ones that are pre-packaged and put it over a fire. You know, on a stick. I've done that hunting. All the time, but yes, brought with the cheese inside the cheddar worst or something like that. That was my number four as well. Once we're done with this, I'm gonna have a bit of a brat worst follow up too that we might have to have an, uh, a, a conversation about. 
Okay. I mean, when else are we going to talk about bratwurst? So we figured today might as well be the day. That's true. Yeah. All right. So we both agreed on four. We got the same there because usually with these top fives, we kind of we're in the same we're ballpark. Pretty, yeah, we're pretty similar in a lot of these. So all right, number. Uh, let's go number three there, big man. <laughs> number three for me, jalapeno. Okay. I like. I like. I mean, and I'm not a super big spicy food guy, but I like it when it's. You know, I always I, I like spicy when it's not overpowering. Yep. When like the when you don't have to have a glass of milk. Next right. To when you. the draw to something is oh it's really spicy oh but does it taste good oh well no it's really spicy it's like well that's not the point like I want it to right. taste good and be spicy. Yep. yep. So that's why I will go jalapeno three like a good in, and you can even kind of combine four and three sometimes have like a jalapeno cheddar rod or something like that but or put a little bacon in there too with the there jalapeno you go. one in there. Yeah, but just jala- I would say jalapeno mm-hmm. little little kick. That's yep. that's for me. I will say jalapeno was my five until I put the venison in there. So I guess that would be my honorable mention. So you have an honorable mention and I don't. So I guess, yeah, theoretically I kind of do uh, now that I said that out loud. So um, my number three. So I am actually saying a specific one from a specific place. Okay. When I lived in Rapids, when I was working at the YMCA there, a coworker of mine told me about this brat from Ski's Meat Market in Stevens Point. The blood, it was a Bloody Mary brat. I'm like, okay, you know, what? how good is this thing sort of thing? You talk about the spice in, in that. This one had a little bit more kick to it. This, this one had a little bit more kick, but that Bloody Mary brat from Ski's was so fantastic, Brandon, that when we moved back here, I went to skis and dropped a hundred dollars worth on that brat alone, just so I would have some in the freezer. Nice. They were huge. I'm talking like eight, nine inches long too. It was fantastic, and the best part too, put a little secret stadium sauce on there. Ooh, yeah. That was it. Was the best. So the Bloody Mary brat from Skis Meat Market. They, I don't know if they still got one in Green Bay, but there was a time where they started like popping up all over the place. But that one sticks in my mind, number three. Okay. All right. Well, my, no- my number two, I'm going to say Bloody Mary Brot, but specifically the when Jacobson's made yours. Like, that was a very good one. Mm-hmm. But I, and I've had a few of them, but like, and again, I'm not overpoweringly spicy. Like, if you get a Bloody Mary, I don't want it to be like just, you know, loaded with spice. Yep. Felt that had the right combination. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sure the skis one is very good. Might yeah. have to next time I'm driving through the Stevens Point or something. Right. Maybe. If you're in Rapids for cross country, state cross country. Just Ooh, do a make, the make the quick jump. Make the quick jump. Maybe, 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 maybe. But that would be an I number two. Yep. Uh, my number two, and I guess I kind of give a shout out to my wife on this one. So she listening? She probably never listens. She is going to be on the pod now, though. Ooh. So if you want to know some inside info on me, you can ask I do. questions. I do. So uh, it's free reign. Um, so at uh, Mike's Star Market, they've got the uh, dill pickle cheese brats. And remember when we first started that, we were looking for nominations. Mm-hmm. That was Veronica's idea. Dill pickle and cheese brats in there. And it's fantastic. I love it. So shout out. Shout out to her, the dill pickle and cheese brats from from Mike's, which, by the way, helps support Backyard Dreams. There we go. So, All right. So I'm really curious on your number one now. You shouldn't be. Let me let me. See. So you've you've done 
Okay, I think we're gonna have the same now. To be honest with you, I think. I say, I, I, I thought I made it obvious. My number one's beer brat. Yeah, just a good old beer brat. Yep, that's where mine is. Yep, specifically man cave light brat. There we go. I, <laughs> there we go. Just but say, but yeah, like, I just to me that brat. It's a beer. Yeah, brat, no, right? it's it's a beer brat. Yeah, yeah. you're exactly. you know you're at a you're tailgating before a Packer game or a Brewer game or whatever and. Mm-hmm. Beer brought. So I don't know if this was the conversation that you were going to have with me after. Toppings. Yes, okay, that's exactly it? what it was. Okay. That was See, this is the accoutrement. Yeah, you and I do this all the yeah. Yes, we do. All right. So I will admit it took me a long time, but a few years ago I tried it. I was like a little kid for the longest time, didn't want to do it. I am a big fan of the kraut now. I am the exact same way. Yeah. When, I was a, when I was a kid, my grandma would make a... Spare ribs and sauerkraut, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. Yep. As I've gotten older, like my mom now makes sauerkraut, um, but and I, yeah, I will load it up. Yep, I'm the same exact way, man. I will load that up. I'm, I've gotten wiser with age, maybe more open to stuff like relish. I never was into it. Now I'm all about the mm-hmm. relish. My question to you, and this is kind of goes more towards like a hot dog thing, the whole ketchup debate. <sighs> Do you put ketchup on a brat? Not as much as I used to. Yeah. I now as I've gotten is it old, an age thing? You think? I think Kids? it is. I think it might be. You know. I tend now. I think I tend to let like mustard. Like I've I think I've grown more appreciation for just the different types of mustard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I you know, like I'm that. a big spicy brown guy. Yep. Like I'll you know sandwich whatever. I'll put that on yep. you know brat. But you're right because I know I put mustard on like sandwiches as a kid. I never did that. No. You know. But yeah, you're right. But no, I would say like I'm more mustard. Than ketchup now. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, the once in a while I do. I think it depends on the brat and how it's prepared too. If it's a little dry and I need something on there, like maybe it was on the grill or fire too long, something like that. I'm a big fan of the Secret Stadium sauce. I do have jars at home. Just now, saying. is it the the from the field? Okay. Yep. Okay. That, that okay. actual one. Okay. Found it on Amazon <laughs> a while ago, but. Um, yeah, I'm more of like if it's just let's use an example like a beer brat mm-hmm. or or an original. What's your go-to toppings on? Is it kraut and mustard and that's it? I would I would probably be I might add some onions too if that's available because I do like onions. Yeah, you can see I'm not an onion guy. Okay, but I would not. I would that would be like third. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be kraut, mustard. Okay, yeah, that's probably where I'm at. Now, un- oh yeah, I was say, do you have a uh, specific bun? Yes. Uh, I meant specific by type, not necessarily by brand. Well, it's type, but I, I think if I say the name, you're going to know what I'm talking about. The Milwaukee Brats with the sesame seeds and yes, all that. Yes, yep. The, they're big. Yes, the yeah, rye kind of look. Yeah, they're big. Yes. Those okay. Ones. Those are my go-to ones. Okay. I And it's not just because I've been sold on this by years and years and years by Bob Uecker. Pretzel or pretzel buns? Yeah. Pretzel buns are... See, I'm more of a pretzel bun guy when it comes to a hamburger. Burger, okay. Yeah. Okay. Whenever I think of brats and I want to load it up with like the kraut net, I go to those Milwaukee brat or buns. Well, those are heavier duty. Like yeah. you can they, that can support it. Yep. Yeah. Nothing really grinds my gears more than a little hot dog bun and you got a big old brat and you can't fit anything no. on that thing. So. No, you there's there's a reason that there is a difference between hot dog buns and brat buns. Yes. Get the brat buns. Yep. I totally agree, man. Totally agree. All right. So, recap it here. We're going to go ghost hunting. 
This is what we have accomplished in this episode of the pod. We're going to go ghost hunting. I'll try to set something up. It's got to work. I know you're a busy man too, so it's got to work on schedules and such. We'll figure something out. Uh, brats are good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> brats are good. Really, there's. But above all else, I'm not sure there's a bad way to have a brat. People you would have picky. You would really have to get off the deep end. You know, I will say he he's probably not listening. But Bob Olsold has one of the, and maybe this is the thing. Weirdest preferences when it comes to brats because I've actually had to make brats for him on the grill. Okay, he likes it a little burnt. He wants it a little burnt. I don't mind it that way, but I I won't. That's not my preferred. Yeah. But like if if someone says, "Oh, sorry, I accidentally burned the brats," that's fine. I'll eat yeah, it. Because I remember one time it was a couple years ago. I was firing up some brats in the grill at work at parking lot. I was taking them off. He's like, "Leave mine on there for a while more." He likes he likes All a right. little burnt on there. Right. So I'm like, hey, yeah. each to your own. Yeah, I mean, each it's, it's kind of that so. way with like steaks. Some people like them, you know, still mooing, and some people like them, you know, charred. That's another one. Steak sauce, not. It depends on how it's prepared. If it's way too dry for me, I got to have a little something on there. Right. Got to have a little A1 or something. Right. But I know that's a sin for a lot of people, but, but, you know. But, okay, so we accomplished. We're going ghost hunting, brats, toppings, and worst positions. For our respective, for our yep. respective teams over there. So. This was a very. Uh, this is very eventful. Very what? Eventful. Eventful. I thought you said mental. No, very <laughs> eventful. I, thought I was like, what? Yeah. Stop being eventful, Dan. Right? No kidding. All right. Well, can you do me a favor too, Brandon? Be a friend and tell a friend. Let's get some more uh, listens up on the pod, okay? Okay, I can do that. Be a, be a Twitter influencer, X influencer. Facebook. X without the EX. Yeah, exactly. All right. Hey, everybody, appreciate you tuning into this. uh, Can we call it a special episode of the the podcast uh, right now? So uh, don't forget to follow and subscribe to the podcast for free on those podcasting platforms like Apple and Spotify and such. So, And uh, while you are there, don't forget to give it a positive review. And a five-star rating, too, so other people can find that podcast. Brandon, appreciate it, buddy. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.